It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Premenil. Today in the news, it's been a tough year for commercial salmon fishers. Three years of huge returns in Bristol Bay created a surplus of sockeye in the market. That pushed base prices to historic lows and economists are unsure of how long this glut will affect fishers' paychecks. KMXT's Brian Venua reports. Mike Frisero has fished for salmon for over four decades. He says he was expecting a low price for Bristol Bay salmon this summer, but didn't think rumors were true about how low it would drop. You know, our processor gave us a letter, uh, a narrative before the season started, saying that, you know, pricing conditions weren't great, but that they were going to go after it with all the resources that they utilized last year as far as tendering and logistics um, and resources in general. They asked if we would do the same. Towards the end of the season, processors announced a base price of just 50 cents per pound, the lowest in decades when adjusted for inflation. Fishers can get bonuses for better quality, but Frisero says even with the boost, he was better off gearing up to fish for other species like halibut. So if you're catching 5,000 pounds and you're thinking 80 cents, then your cruise share might be $400. Well, that's worth doing, you know, for, for folks. But once it drops into the lower figures, if you have crew that have uh, talent, They've got other things they want to get over, too. Frisero says he usually leaves shortly after the peak anyway, but he wasn't the only one packing up before August. The Bristol Bay base price for sockeye was one of the lowest prices for Alaskan salmon in recent history. Since then, Trident has dropped their price for chum down to just 20 cents per pound and announced they'll stop buying salmon from most communities in Alaska starting September 1st. Fishermen across the state are wondering how long low salmon prices will last. Some are even considering selling their boats. Gunnar Knapp is an economist who specializes in the state's fisheries. He says for the sake of both fishermen and processors, he hopes this is just a one-year blip instead of the beginning of a long pattern. To get the lowest price you've ever gotten while you've been working just as hard as you ever did, and other expenses like fuel and so on have gone up. It puts fishermen in a really tough position. I think processors would say that they're also in a really tough position and their companies are on the line. Knapp was visiting family in Maryland when he saw in retail stores that wild-caught seafood is now selling for the same price as farmed fish. He says he's not surprised, but still disappointed knowing the amount of work processors and fishermen do to produce high-quality products. I was in uh, local Costco yesterday, and you know, I saw in that Costco farmed Atlantic fillets from Chile, farmed Atlantic fillets from Norway, and wild Alaska sockeye all selling for $10.99 a pound. The Alaska Seafood Marketing Institute is funded by the state legislature to stir demand for Alaskan products. Greg Smith, ASME's communications director, says there just isn't enough demand to keep up with the glut of fish. There's difficult issues just in the in the global marketplace, inflation, you know, increased of cost of living, shipping costs, and just, a, you know, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So there, there are just significant challenges. Fishers even started the season with some processors still holding frozen product from last year's harvest. ASME received an extra $5 million in funding this year to better compete in global markets, but even with that extra funding, staff are unsure if their short-term efforts like retail displays and working with food writers will help much. Smith says one of ASME's bigger projects is investing in new markets across the globe. We're focusing on emerging markets, Latin America, parts of Africa, we're doing some things in Israel, but it is just really trying to build off the strength of the brand. Smith says ASME has had some success with retail and restaurants and even worked with the U.S. Department of Agriculture to include salmon in purchases for school lunches and food banks. 
Frisero says with lower salmon prices, though, he's able to keep a decent paycheck, but will have to be wary of his budget for next year. He says he hopes market conditions improve over the winter. The low prices this year have pushed several fishers to call for better transparency from processors. Frisero says a guaranteed minimum price would be the best possible starting point to build more trust. You're looking for transparency. Anything would improve it, right? Because there's almost none. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're being mistreated in any way. It's just very hard to have a conversation with no information. Regardless, Frisero says he'll be back to fish more next year. In Kodiak, I'm Brian Venwa. That's it for the KHNS Local News. We had a story today by Brian Venua and Kodiak, and I'm Alan Permanil. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Clockwise.